What's up, everyone? Welcome to the program. It is a special edition of uh, Not Your Average Boston Sports Podcast. I am your host, Garrett Haven. As always, you can listen to the podcast on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. And you can follow our social pages on Twitter and Facebook for the latest updates. As you may have noticed this week, you know, made a note that we uh, were not doing Guest Friday this week. Uh, but instead, I would do a, a breakdown of the Patriots' uh, action in the first round of the NFL draft. So yes, luckily the Patriots uh, did make a pick last night, so we are mostly going to talk about the Patriots' selection um, in the first round, take a look at, you know, obviously what else they could do with uh, day two of the draft starting tonight at 7 o'clock. Uh, may get into some other picks, you know, could look at the uh, mock draft briefly, you know, as I had shared that yesterday um, on the social pages, I ended up going, you know, getting four or five picks correct, so, you know, didn't do great, but, you know, uh, we can probably take a look at that in a moment, but, or, or later, uh, but I think first and foremost, we're going to uh, talk about the Patriots pick uh, we will have more draft content uh, for you folks next week. We'll have a guest uh, to talk about the entire draft for the Patriots. Um, and we'll probably also talk about any uh, undrafted free agents that the Patriots um, are talking to or maybe bring in by that point. So really excited to get into it. Patriots obviously started the night uh, at 14 last night then uh, traded down to 17 for, uh, or traded down to 17 in a trade with the Steelers. Steelers moving up to 14 to take Broderick Jones. And so Patriots trading back to 17, um, but then also getting a fourth round pick. So briefly talk to talk about the trade. You know, I think, honestly, I think it's a good trade for the Patriots because they, you know, ended up getting a player that they really wanted, I think, you know, so we'll get to that in a moment, but, you know, also getting another fourth round pick. Patriots have uh, four of those in the fourth round on Saturday or tomorrow. So, you know, I think it was a worthwhile trade. Patriots trading back, you know, believing that they probably were still going to be able to get who they wanted at 17 but then also acquiring another fourth round pick. So the Patriots may, you know, use these picks, the fourth round picks that they have to make a trade, you know, perhaps they keep them. It would be interesting to see what happens tonight with the second and the third round uh, Patriots with picks in both of those rounds. So obviously a pick Christian Gonzalez out of Oregon, you know, I think not a person that I expected to be available at 17. You know, I think, with the way the draft was going, the Patriots clearly felt comfortable that he was going to fall to 17, which he did. But it kind of is, you know, surprising because I think he's one of the best cornerbacks in the class. You know, he might be the best one in the class. You know, I think Devin with Devin Weatherspoon out of Illinois, who was taken fifth overall, you know, probably was the best one in the class. But Gonzalez is right there with him. You know, I think that most people thought that he could have been a top 10 pick. So, 
really pleased with the decision. You know, he's a really good cornerback. You know, has really good size, has good speed, has really good, you know, ball skills as well. And he's just the guy that gives you kind of a matchup corner that can go up against some other team's best receivers. And I think that's kind of what the Patriots were looking for. You know, looking for someone that can match up against, you know, the talented receivers that the Patriots are going to play against. So I really like the pick and, you know, really gives them the ability to do a lot of different things on defense. You know, gives you him and Jonathan Jones as ideally your top two corners. You know, Jack Jones can kind of be in that, you know, slot or nickel, nickel role and... You know, Marcus Jones can be in there. I think the Patriots have, you know, what's shaping up to be a really good secondary, which I think considering the offenses that they're going to have to go against, you know, I think it makes a lot of sense to target someone like this and someone like this that I think is one of the, if not the best cornerback in the class. So, you know, I don't think that he is going to have much of an issue adjusting to the NFL game. You know, I really could see him starting week one, you know, and I think that some people think that maybe he could be a defensive defensive rookie of the year type player. So, you know, if he can be anywhere close to that, if he can be somewhat close to a sauce gardener, like with the Jets last year, you know, the Patriots really hit a home run with this pick. Um, And I think it's great because... It's a need, you know, and I think that going into this draft, you wanted to think that, okay, this is a team that really needs to address the needs. They needed a kind of potential number one cornerback, if you will, you know, someone who's, who has good size, has good speed, has good ball skills, and has good, you know, matchup skills that can match up against you know, your Stefan Diggs, your Garrett Wilsons, your, you know, Jalen Waddles, whoever it is that he matches up against, you know, that you can feel good about an athletic player. So I think, you know, great to add someone else who's really good at creating turnovers, you know, makes this defense a lot more dangerous when you consider, you know, some of the guys on defense that are turnover machines. You know, you think about Kyle Duggar, you think about Jack Jones, now Gonzalez. You know, it's like there are a lot of guys in that defense who can make plays, and it's not even mentioning, you know, your Matt Judons, your Josh Uches, or your Christian Barmores, your guys in the defensive line. So really think the Patriots knock this pick out of the park, you know, with a guy that did not expect to be there at 17. Um, but it just was interesting that, There were some teams, you know, that I think did have needs at cornerback, but, you know, chose to go in different directions. Um, But I'm pleased that the Patriots chose to go in this direction. Yes, they probably could have taken a wide receiver. You know, you saw a bit of a run with wide receivers in the low 20s with um, Smith and Jigba, Johnston, and... Zay Flowers and Jordan Addison. So, you know, I think that the receivers that went in the first round kind of not surprised that they went in the first round. So, 
you know, I think the Patriots are still going to be able to address the receiver position. Um, you know, as we kind of take a look at some of the other best available players, you know, I think that there were some players that didn't get picked in the first round. That was kind of a surprise. Uh, but I think there's fine. Go back to the Patriots. I think when you think about other needs, you know, offensive line tackle specifically, you know, wide receiver. Um, I also think an edge rusher, the Patriots could look at, you know, tight end. They possibly could look at as well. Um, you know, Darnell Washington is a name that got floated around, and I certainly think he could be available when the Patriots pick it. I think 47 is the, yeah, 47 is the next pick. So, you know, just quickly looking through the wide receiver position, um, Jonathan Mingo, I think, is the name that I've heard connected to the Patriots. Uh, Josh Downs as well. Uh, Mingo from Ole Miss, Josh Downs from North Carolina. Those are a couple guys that I think could possibly be good fits. Um, offensive tackle, you know, obviously you had a couple of them go in the first round. I mean, as expected with Broderick Jones, Paris Johnson Jr., Peter Skronsky, um, and Darnell Wright. So, you know, Patriots could have an option in the second or third round, you know, looking at someone like Matthew Bergeron, no relation, no, no relation to Patrice, <laughs> Cody Mock out of North Dakota State, uh, Bergeron's out of Syracuse, Dewan Jones out of Ohio State, uh, Tyler Steen out of Alabama. Those are some names that I think could be decent fits. Um, and then as far as kind of the, the edge players, Well, ESPN does not do the edge. They do either outside linebacker or defensive end. Um, um, Andre Carter out of Army could be a name that the Patriots pick, but I don't know if he would be a day two pick. He may possibly be a day three pick. Uh, BJ, BJ Ojolari out of LSU could possibly be a name that could be available at 47. You know, Darnell Wright, obviously the tight end could be someone that the Patriots look at. I think that they liked him. Uh, Michael Mayer is also still on the board, but I'd be surprised if he's available in the Patriots pick. Um, I think, you know, safety could also be a position. You know, if Brian Branch continues to fall, he did not get picked in the first round. I mean, if he's there at 47, I would... Not be surprised if the Patriots pull the trigger. Um, but I also wouldn't be surprised if, with the Patriots having all those fourth-round picks, that they maybe use a couple of them to move up higher into the second round, kind of like they did with Christian Barmore two years ago. So, you know, if there's someone that they like, you know, whether it's a... I think particularly if it's a wide receiver or an offensive tackle that they see or they don't see falling to them, they could possibly trade up. So I think in terms of today with the second and third rounds, Patriots obviously with one second round pick, one third round pick, 
but I wouldn't be surprised if there's a trade that they try to move up higher than what they have at 47. Um, but I think just to go back to Gonzalez, I really think that it's a great pick, you know, as a kid that started, I think, all 12 games for Oregon last year after transferring from Colorado, played 12 games in 2021, so very experienced, and I think should have no problem fitting right into what the Patriots want to do at that position. So I think yeah, that was the other thing I was going to mention that I think there could be a possibility that the Patriots double dip um, at a position of need. I don't know if it's necessarily cornerback, but I could see them taking like two wide receivers. I could see them maybe taking two defensive linemen, you know, maybe one interior, maybe one edge. You know, that'll be kind of interesting to see. Um, so now I think, talked mostly about the Patriots. Um, I think it made sense just to talk about the other first-round picks. So actually in the first round, I got, I think, four picks correct, which I got three picks correct last year. So we're making some progress there, but... I think as far as the top of the draft, things kind of went sort of the way that I expected. I mean, Bryce Young at number one, I wasn't surprised. C.J. Stroud at two, obviously I didn't pick him there, but I wasn't surprised um, that the Texans got a got another or got a quarterback of the future. Um, Anthony Richardson went four to the Colts, um, and the Texans actually had used the 12th pick to trade up to number three. And so the Texans got back-to-back -back picks at two and three. I don't remember that happening um, in a long time. So the Texans got C.J. Stroud, Will Anderson at two and three. Um, the Cardinals traded up. So I believe what happened was the Cardinals and the Texans made a trade, and then there was another trade after that. And so the Cardinals moved back from 3 to 12 and then traded up from 12 to 6. And so they got Paris Johnson, which who I had projected to the Patriots. I know that was a little bit of wishful thinking, but uh, the Cardinals got an offensive lineman. Uh, the Falcons getting B. John Robinson at 8. I just thought that there was a decent chance that Atlanta would go for Robinson. I know that they had other needs, especially on defense, but I think you think about the way that people have talked about Bijan as kind of being that next, you know, superstar running back. They really couldn't pass that up. And I think, you know, for a team that's still trying to figure out what they have offensively, I think adding him to an offense with Drake London and uh, Kyle Pitts, you know, could make things easier for Desmond Ritter, assuming that he's the quarterback to start the year. So I kind of did like that pick for Atlanta. Uh, the Bears and the Eagles made a trade, switching spots. So the Eagles jumped up to nine to take Jalen Carter. Really liked that move. And then the Bears getting Darnell Wright. Uh, Jameer Gibbs going 12 to the Lions. That was kind of a surprising pick to me. I didn't 
think that there was going to be a second running back picked in the first round, but the Lions appeared to be pretty excited about that pick. If you were watching the, the simulcast on uh, ESPN or watching the broadcast on ESPN, you may have noticed that their uh, draft room was uh, pretty excited about that pick. So maybe they know something that we don't because uh, it certainly seemed like a reach, but they were excited. So, you know, who knows? And then, of course, the Patriots trading with the Steelers, trading 14 to the Steelers. They got Broderick Jones. The Jets got Will McDonald, the fourth. Um, oh, yeah, and then you had your wide receiver run in the 20s. Smith and Jigba went 20 to the Seahawks, which kind of surprised me. I thought the Seahawks were going to address defense again, but... That really gives them a good group of receivers with, you know, Smith and Jigba, Lockett, and DK Metcalf. So Geno Smith gets another good receiver there. Quinton Johnson going to the Chargers. I like that pick for the Chargers as they get another pretty talented receiver. Uh, Zay Flowers going to the Ravens. Good pick for the Ravens as they got the news about Lamar Jackson staying in Baltimore. So he gets another weapon after uh, they signed Odell Beckham. So good, good pick there. And then Jordan Addison going to the Vikings with the next pick. Dalton Kincaid going to the Bills at 26. And then you had a couple of defensive linemen going toward the end of the draft with Miles Murphy, Brian Brzee, and Nolan Smith going 29, or excuse me, going 28, 29, and 30. Oh, actually, that may have been confusing. <laughs> yeah, because the Dolphins had forfeited their first-round pick um, because of the Stephen Ross uh, suspension or, uh, or the fine. I can't remember what that was for. That could have been the tampering with Tom Brady, if I'm not if I'm not mistaken. That could be wrong. Um, and so they had forfeited their first-round pick. That's why there were only 31 first-round picks. So I think, that, you know, some surprises in the first round, some guys that I didn't think would get picked in the first round, some guys I thought would certainly get picked in the first round. So it'll be interesting to see what happens in the next, what happens tonight. You know, Steelers have the first pick of the second round, I believe. I believe getting that pick from the Chase Claypool trade when they traded him to Chicago. So they have the first pick of the second round. Patriots will have the 15th pick of the second round, 46th overall. And then the Patriots will have the 13th pick of the third round, which is pick 76. So 46 and 76 for the Patriots tonight. Be interesting to see if they trade up. Um, but obviously we'll have, you know, a breakdown of the picks on Monday on the podcast. Um, and then certainly we'll talk more with our guest later in the week, you know, as maybe the undrafted free agents get shaken out, see if the Patriots are bringing in any of them, 
and be able to, you know, really break down all of their picks. But I would say that, you know, so far so good for the Patriots um, in the first round. I know some people were a little concerned that they had traded their first round pick as the Patriots sometimes do. But I think, you know, hearing it was the Steelers, it made sense because it was like, okay, the Steelers are a pick at, you know, 17 or 18. I thought I remembered. So it was like, okay, they're trading back, but you know, not trading back many spots. That was kind of the interesting thing with the trades last night is they were trades to move up a couple of spots, you know, not like moving up a big number of spots. Although, you know, the Texans did move up from 12 to three. That was a pretty big jump, but some of the other trades were really just to move up a spot or two. So very pleased with the Patriots pick. Um, in the first round, definitely someone I thought that they would take. So, you know, we'll see how Gonzalez does, how he adjusts to the NFL. But I have a good feeling that he's going to be a very good starter for this team almost immediately. So enjoy rounds two and three tonight. Enjoy the rest of it on Saturday. And yeah, we'll be back to talk with you folks about it on Monday.